Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Bat Books for Beginners. My name is Nick and if you're new to this, this is a segment where I review a particular Batman book and we do our best to work through Batman's continuity from the start to the end. Today I'm looking at Batman Dark Victory, which was originally a 13-part comic book limited series written by Jeff Loeb and drawn by Tim Sale. This uh, is a sequel to Batman The Long Halloween, which I reviewed last time and was originally published from 1999 to 2000. But the question is, is the sequel better than the original? Ladies and gentlemen, 70 feet above the ground, performing feats of unimaginable aerial skill, the Flying Graytons. Now the plot is very detailed, like the long Halloween, so I'll be going through it as quick as possible rather than every single detail. Now, during the events of The Long Halloween, Batman captured and imprisoned Alberto Falcone, the serial killer known as Holiday. Months later, a mass breakout at Arkham Asylum occurs, as we begin with Dark Victory. This is orchestrated by Pino and Umberto Moroni, the sons of Sal Moroni. The breakout is staged so that in the confusion, the two can find Harvey Two-Face Dent and kill him as a peace offering to Sophia Falcone. Harvey Dent has vanished though, along with all the freaks, but Alberto remained in the asylum as he claims he's an innocent man and has nothing to run from. In the aftermath of the Arkham escape, Alberto is granted conditional parole based on his actions during the riot and is stationed in a Falcone residence to be with his brother Mario, who is trying to turn the Falcone family into a legitimate enterprise. Soon after the breakout, the body of Carmine Falcone is exhumed, and his finger is removed and sent to Sophia, now forced into a wheelchair after the events of Long Halloween, as a message someone is going to take everything from her. Soon after that, police officers begin to die, one on each major holiday, with crude hangman games pinned to their hung corpses, and the facts suggest that Harvey Dent is the killer. The new district attorney, Janice Porter, begins working on the case with Gordon and reminding him of Harvey. We also learn that Bruce was close to telling Dent his secret and feels guilty that perhaps if he had told him, things could have turned out differently and he could have saved Dent. Well, Bruce feels that he should have trusted Harvey. We see Alberto starts to hear voices in his permanent residence, taunting him and encouraging him to return as the holiday killer. He begins to believe that his father is still alive. Sophia continues to manage the flagging Falcone empire. As the hangman spree of terror escalated, so too did Two-Face's war with Sophia and her family. We also learn that Porter the DA is sleeping with Two-Face, and she's giving him information on Gordon and Batman. Gordon decides to assemble a secret team of people he trusts to take down the hangman killer whilst murders continue. Someone later on attempts to kill Gordon with the noose, but Two-Face turns up and claims to have stopped the attack himself raising even more questions for Gordon and Batman. We later learn that Two-Face enlists the aid of his fellow freaks to destroy the remainder of Gotham's Mafia. He's, his lieutenants include the Joker, Scarecrow, the Penguin, and all the regulars that you usually see. They use the sewers to travel and escape. The Joker attacks Sophia and Alberto, taunting Sophia to get up from her wheelchair. But Alberto shoots the Joker, and Batman arrives to capture him. The collateral damage of the war leads to the death of the parents of Dick Grayson, whose uh, trapeze act is sabotaged by Zuko. Dick is taken in by Bruce Wayne, who has no time to comfort Dick, who he sees as a parallel of himself at that age. During a raid of the sewers, Gordon captures Two-Face and takes him to court. 
Batman then follows Dick to the circus, where Dick has decided to attack the men responsible for his parents' death. Batman saves Dick, brings him back to the Batcave, and reveals his identity. With Bruce thinking of Harvey, and that he should have revealed his identity to Harvey, he trusts Dick, and hopes that revealing his identity to Dick will help Dick cope with the loss of his parents. When Two-Face is in court, he orchestrates an attack with all the freaks attacking the courtroom. Two-Face steals all the evidence and flees via the sewers. Porter later goes to find Two-Face to confront him, but she is shot by him when she tells him she loves him. Her body is dumped on the bed of Alberto Falcone. He becomes frustrated from the voices and breaks a mirror. He sees the calendar man, who broke out of Arkham Asylum, standing behind it with a microphone, apparently teasing him all of this time. The end game of the battle came on the following Halloween. Sophia revealed that she was never disabled and that she committed the hangman murders, targeting all the cops, whether honest or crooked, who had helped Harvey Dent in his career. She then suffocates Alberto to death. She opens the gas lines in the sewers and sets Gotham City ablaze to smoke out Two-Face, who was hiding in the sewers. Saved by Batman, Two-Face turned on Sophia and shot her to death. He then escapes to a cordoned off subterranean area. Two-Face, along with Freeze, Ivy and the Joker, find themselves in the Batcave. Batman's secrets would have been laid bare, except for the timely intervention of Dick, who had been training in secret, wearing his old circus uniform. He made his debut as Robin and helped Batman defeat most of the villains. Finally, Two-Face and Batman faced off each other and Two-Face stated that Gotham belonged to him. The Joker suddenly appeared, shooting Two-Face, who fell off a cliff. Robin then helped incapacitate the Joker. And the dynamic duo is born. Elsewhere, Mario Falcone, a lonely, broken man, burns down his mansion, having lost everything. Catwoman then visits the grave of Carmine Falcone and reveals that Falcone may, in fact, be her father. Finally, we are shown that not only has Two-Face survived, but he has Carmine's body frozen. Okay, son. Okay. I want an APB on this Zuko character now. What about the boy? Mr. Wayne. I was in the audience. Couldn't leave after this. Does he have anyone? No. No family. Some of the circus people want to take him in, but frankly, I'm afraid Zuko might try to shut him up. The boy's a material witness. We'll be here tonight, but I might have to find a safe house. I may be able to help. Now in review, I think this was a far more interesting one to talk about than The Long Halloween because I think there's some big flaws with it. But firstly, the positives. It's another great murder mystery. I really enjoyed it. Great story again. I did enjoy the Bruce Wayne's reveal to Dick Grayson of his identity and the guilt of Harvey Dent's downfall being the catalyst for that. I thought that was very well done, in a way. But um, I'll get onto the negatives about it later on. I thought the story with Catwoman was quite intriguing, and I'm interested to find out all about what she's been up to during this book, as we will do in the next review. I thought Harvey's attachment to his wife was quite interesting, and I thought throughout the book he thought that his wife may come back and play a part. It was quite cleverly done. Going back to Catwoman, I thought she was written very well again. Not Quite a few writers can't quite get Catwoman perfect, but Jeff Loeb does. The story had many twists and turns, similar to The Long Halloween. I enjoyed the parallels of Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne. You can really tell that you can really tell they went through similar problems as children, and you can tell they're the similar individuals who do need each other. They do a good job of portraying that. 
And you can really tell, as I said before, Jeff Loeb really understands almost all of the characters in the Batman universe and somehow manages to write them all so well. Negatives, certainly more than The Long Halloween. The book may be considered a bit repetitive, because it seems a bit like Long Halloween Mark II. I know The Long Halloween was successful, but I think he should have departed just a bit more from that story formula, because it seemed very, very similar. But then again, I do enjoy it, so it's an interesting interesting debate there. But I think he should have gone a little bit further afield in his storytelling. I thought Robin in general was rushed. I think um, as I was reading the book, I forgot that Robin was actually meant to turn up. I got a good two-thirds of the way through the book and then Robin turned up and I completely forgot that he was on the front cover and that he was meant to be involved in this story. So that really did shock me a bit. And then... There's so little time to explore Robin and Dick Grayson dealing with his parents' death. I thought that was really rushed. And there were so many moments that are left out, which as Batman fans, we fill in ourselves. Loeb didn't spend much time on Robin and pushed him in at the end, I thought. And there were signs of it working, but just not enough time. It should have happened way earlier in the book. Either have it a lot earlier or don't bother to use him, because I did think that was a big problem with this book. And one of the problems was I thought the villains suddenly appearing in the Batcave at the end of the book was very contrived and very convenient that they were underground and all of a sudden, oh, they stumbled across the Batcave. I thought that was very, quite quite poorly done, to be honest, for Jeff Lowe, but that, I thought that let him down a bit. And it was all done just to ensure that Robin actually did something at the end of the book. The art is, you know, the same stuff as Long Halloween, very stylistic, very distinctive, and it does work for me, I have to say. It's got it's quite iconic, it's got some very dramatic panels, especially around the areas of the Grayson's death. And uh, I enjoy it. Some people find it a bit off-putting, but I think, um, it's very, as I said, it's very distinctive. You know this is Tim Sale when this sort of stuff turns up. And it works for me. I like it. So in conclusion, this was another great murder mystery from Loeb. But maybe he should have departed from the form from that formula because it's I think it's a bit it's a little bit repetitive. I imagine that he planned on Robin preventing that repetition, but he turned up so late it was too rushed. And I don't think enough justice was done for Dick Grayson's debut or Dick Grayson's origin, and I do not think this is the definitive Robin origin book. It certainly doesn't work like that. I don't know of any others, but I'm sure there are, and I'm sure they work a lot better. And I will probably come across them with Bat Books for Beginners. Or I'll ask Josh, he seems to know this sort of stuff. However, a Jeff Loeb book with a few weaknesses is way better than most other Bat Books out there. But because of the rushed Robin, which should have happened earlier in the book or not at all, it lets it down a bit. As a result, I'm going to give it 4 out of 5 Batarangs. And one note to Warner Brothers, please give us some animated films of The Long Halloween and Dark Victory. I think they will be very, very successful. And I think a lot of fans would like them. So if you're listening, Warner Brothers, animated films, please. Is this where you live? This is where I work. You're the first, correction, second person to see it. Why'd you bring me here? Because I want to know just how badly you want Tony Zuko. What do you mean? Who are you? I take it Master Dick's visit will now be indefinite? So that's Bat Books for Beginners for this time. Next, we have one more Loeb and Sale team-up. 
Catwoman When in Rome is coming up next and this is a story that runs parallel to Dark Victory and tells us all about what Catwoman's been up to as she travels to Italy and we find out what she's been up to during Dark Victory and I'm very interested in that because I think it's been set up very well and I'm looking forward to finding out. So this has been Nick and now it's back to Dustin and the guys. R. What's that stand for? Robin. Two against two are better odds. A man's got to go his own way. A friend told me that. Not just a friend. A partner. 